Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said, we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. So, <laughs> I just got one question. Yeah, yeah. Talk How we record an episode in almost two months, bro? <laughs> man, look, life. Life is life, man, life. And granted, everybody's kind of had their own version of it, you know, up to this point. Absolutely. You know, I mean, we've talked about it before. It's it's been a wild year, but I mean, I think the last few months for us as a a unit has been, it's just been interesting, man. Been been very interesting. I mean, I know you can speak to that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, man. I mean, for those that might be a little bit closer um, to the circle, I, I lost my father about a month ago now, actually, it's been about a month ago. So, um, rest in peace, you know, rest in peace. Yeah, definitely. Does rest in peace pops. And so, you know, a lot of, a lot of, um, this grieving and, and really processing and, um, just kind of taking my time coming back to things. Like I really took the time to just say like, you know what? I ain't doing nothing <laughs> like now. Nah, yeah. I don't want to, for sure. No, you know, and, and those that know me know that, my dad is very influential in my life and everything that I pretty much do in some form of fashion, my dad has been involved with or has done at some point in his life too. So it's like, for me, I can't make music right now, bro. Every time I make music, I think about my dad and I'm like, I'm yeah. not in the right here space to make music. So I'm not going to make music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm thankful that I have the luxury of, being able to turn things off and on when I want to, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And so that that's a, uh, a beautiful thing um, in the midst of everything that's been going on, but, you know, just, just um, living life, appreciating life and, and definitely um, the things that come along with death, death of, of a parent, especially or death of, of a father, is that you have to deal with all of those things that that are left behind. So, you know, trying to help mom um, mm-hmm. transition into to different roles that she may not have been used to. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of help helping where, where I see fit, really. Yeah. And, and, and in the midst of helping, not trying to overstep boundaries and not, not trying to take the place of my dad, just like literally just helping out where I know that help is needed, but by no means am I trying to like, oh yeah, dad used to do this. All right, let me do this. Like, nah, like I'm Justin Goodwin. My name yeah. ain't Ricky Goodwin. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that those are the things that that I've been, you know, been going through and, and dealing with it and playing a lot of golf too. And playing a lot of golf, bro. Yeah, you've been you've been out there, brother. You 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 know, you you trying to you trying to go ahead and fill in for Tiger while he out. I mean, I'm just, you know. <laughs> No, man, I, I'm a long way from Tiger, bro. I, I, tonight, um, I shot the best round that I've shot. Okay. Um, and, and last week was the, the best round that I've shot, so I've been proved. That's what's week up. To week. Um, That's what's up. And, and, and as long as the ball is, is moving, like you're moving in the right direction, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, man. That, I, the, the guy that I uh, played golf with, he said something tonight, man. He was like, look, 
unless you hit a hole in one on every on every hole, bro, like there's room for improvement. And it's just like that's that's so real. And that's he said that just kind of carefree, but I took it to heart because it's just like that's so real. You know yeah. what I mean? Like unless you are you can take it out of golf and look at it in any part of life, like unless you are, you know, have a, a 850 credit score or unless you are, you know, out of debt or unless you you know, or, or talking to your family on a regular basis. Like there are so many things that can be improved upon in your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, it's just, it, it, golf has been one of those things for, for one, I mean, you know, I'm a competitive dude and I ain't really had nothing to truly compete with. You know what I'm saying? Like I played a lot of softball, but I ain't played softball in now like almost two or three years. And so golf has given me that, competitive edge but now it's like competing with yourself yeah because it's like there's <laughs> when you play bad in golf right nobody else to blame but yourself you know what yeah. i'm saying like you can that's like that's like a good right. it's a good escape space too though because you know what oh, i mean like 100%. like really for for any of us out there even in our listeners who you know you live in a world where all day you're going for somebody else like that's mm-hmm. that's that's the best one of the best ways and granted it's a frustrating game like it is it's just a frustrating game bro i mean the few times yeah. that i've played I actually own clubs and they just they need to be dusted off straight up but the few times i've played man it's just beautiful bro you got you know beautiful weather i mean you're just out there with the wind nature whatever and you just you're trying to strike at this little white object and send it up the course in a certain amount of hits and it's just but it's an escape you know yeah 100 definitely an escape and like we were talking about before we started recording and right now in my life, it is the only thing that I can do where I don't have to think about anything. Mm-hmm. Like I can go that's out a, on the oh, golf that's course, bro. I go out on the golf course and whatever time that I go, I at least have, if I'm only playing nine holes, I at least have about two hours where I don't have to think about nothing. I don't have to think about my wife. Man. I don't have to think about my kids. I have to think about jobs, careers, bro, sound like family, a dream, <laughs> like nothing, bro. It's just man. Me. And golf and, and so for me it's, it's really been like that that uh that self-care in a sense that's that's what it's been it's been that self-care for me that's that's uh, see that used to be me and movie theaters you know mm. like I, I'm, I'm i'm you know y'all know my story out there i'm not i'm an only child you know so i i always appreciated me space me time uh I, probably innately because somewhat i'm an introvert you know but at the same time I, that's how i came up you know i just had time to process things every single day you know, I would literally like lay in bed before going to sleep as a kid. And like, I don't know, I don't even know how I started doing this, but I can remember as far back as I can remember, I would think about the day. I would like look at like what happened and like wonder what could I, what I could have done differently. Like maybe right. as like, maybe since I was a middle schooler, bro. And I, I, don't, I don't, again, I don't have a clue why. Just That's probably just a God given thing that he just, he just gave me space to process. And right. You know, so like the movie theater just used to be something like that. You know, I would just, I would enjoy the drive there, you know, enjoy just sitting in the space early. I would like to get there early so I could be like in there when it was empty, just, you know, quiet, you know, kind of casually seeing what's on the screen, the little ads and stuff. But at the same time, it's just me time. You know, I would go enjoy the piece, enjoy the film, you know, get in depth with it. Usually I'm watching something that I'm enjoying, of course. You know, I love, I love comic book stuff. So, and then I could sit there and watch the credits. You know, I could just yeah. appreciate every moment. There's no rush. I'm not here for anybody else. I'm not here with anybody else. It's just me. 
So, you know, definitely that, that, that space is, is important, man. And, and just, you know, before we move on, man, just, just my condolences to you and your family, you know, we love you guys um, oh, yeah. and, and long live, you know, Mr. Good, man. Shout out oh, forever, yeah. forever. Definitely, but, um, pops, yeah, brother. My pops definitely, you know, my, my, um, the one thing that I, that I've learned truly going through this entire process is that it's amazing how much you can think about somebody and them not be present. But it's also, it, it's a saying, man. It's like, they said people, people die twice. Mm-hmm. It's when they physically die. And then it's when you stop talking about them, stop saying their name, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, I've, I've literally thought about my dad every, every day since, really since like November. Like, you mm-hmm. know, my dad was in the hospital since November, but even even more since he's passed, I've literally thought about him every day in different, you know, different forms and fashions. Like it could have been just like something as young as, oh, like my dad coaching me in baseball to like, dang, um, you know, just small things that that I wanted to show him and, and all of that. And one of the things that I did early on to kind of help myself process everything was like I literally wrote a letter mm-hmm. and I ended up posting that letter letter. I think I posted it on Facebook, mm-hmm. but it was just, it was like, you know what, dude, I'm sitting here in it. All right, cool. Let's just come on. And, and I yeah, let's it, get it out. You know, let's get it out. Let's yeah. get it out. Like everything that, that I was thinking about and I didn't try to, I didn't care how it sounded. I was just like, whatever come to mind, I'm writing it down. And I wrote it, wrote it out. And it was just like a relief after you did that, after I did that, because it was just like, oh, I've been thinking about all this stuff. And so now that I'm able to just write it out and just like, all right, boom, this is it. And not necessarily like move on, but more so, um, you know, it's a part of that grieving process. Like, okay, you're accepting what's happening. You're talking about what's happening. Now, you know, you, you learn very quickly that, bro, no matter what happened with anybody in your family, like, this sounds crazy, but you my brother, so you know me and, and the seven, y'all all know me. But at the end of the day, like y'all dad didn't die, right? So right. life literally goes on for y'all. Like, I mean, yeah, y'all care about the situation and everything yeah. like that, but bro, y'all got y'all own problems to deal with. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And mm-hmm. so that's y'all. So imagine everybody else who's around me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all closest of the closest that will call and check up on me and all of these things and like, yo, bro, you good? Like, how mm-hmm. you do thing? So imagine that outer layer of people who just casually see me. Like, their world kept going. Nothing. Wow. It, it, you know what I'm saying? It makes you think about just in general how life mm-hmm. works. No matter what happens to anybody, the majority of the people around you, they life just going to keep moving like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. They might feel for you, but ultimately, yeah. their life is going to keep going. And so it's just one of those things, man, that to really... Um, you have to just keep you, you have to process everything that's going on but but ultimately bro like you do have to live your life mm. you know what I'm saying and like mm. you know just enjoy what happened like enjoy those memories I'm just I'm thankful that me and my dad were not on bad terms when he passed like we had a yeah. great relationship for sure great yeah. conversations all that so you know rest in peace pops and see you on the other side, bro. Come in my yes, dreams sir. every now and then and talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, absolutely. That's, that's, absolutely. That's good. Man.
Yeah. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for me, man, it's it's this time has um it's you know, ironically, it's been a much needed break. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously missing missing the podcast and missing you guys for one, because I mean we ain't really had a chance to have as much conversation as we as we normally do, because everybody's kind of had their own version of what we're even discussing on this podcast episode. Yeah. But you know, for us, man, it's it's been a whirlwind, bro. I think my wife and I, and I say we, you know, my wife and I, we, um, man, when I say like, we hit a, a hard point, not between our relationship, but just like, bro, we've been in this house with the kids going nonstop work, kids, uh, you know, uh, her job, kids, and granted we work opposite schedules, you know, just so that there's mm-hmm. always support for the kids. Right. So, right, 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 right. you so, know, I'm, I'm working, you know, all days of the week, she's at home, you know, able to support the kids and homework and different things like that. I get home, dive into it, you know, in the afternoons, we're usually trying to get our workout on or whatever, just kind of keep the mental health going, the stress levels down. We connect when we can, um, you know, weekends she works, I'm with the kids, you know, so the, the, it's nonstop, you know, yeah, like yeah. literally, nonstop and you know everybody knows our story out there we got four of them and four that are really young and very demanding you know and i mean it's just that it's just the phase of life that we're in and i think we snuck up into a space where like we were both about to crack mm. you know what i'm saying like like i'm looking at her like i gotta get out of here like i get it covid that's cool I got to get out of here. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I like I don't care. Like, I got to go, you know? Yeah. She's like, I know I'm about to lose my mind. And, you know, on top of that, you know, she had already been fully vaccinated. Um, she's a nurse, so she she had access early. Um, and I work with, you know, we live in Georgia. So, you know, and I work with, you know, youth and kids. So my ability to get a vaccine came up a little bit later. But eventually, you know, the opportunity came. And of course, you know, I, I just, I went ahead and jumped out of and, you know, and granted for anybody out there that's still pending, you know, I just say, get the information that you need so that you right. can be as well informed as you can be so that you can make the decision that fits for you. I know there are still many, many people who are still very uncomfortable with it for very good reasons. And, and right. you know, and I just say, at the end of the day, just make sure you have the right information coming in. There's a lot of misinformation out there. Hear from the people that actually have the truth and make your decision that's best for you and your family. So, yeah. but that was just a, a I digress. Anyway, um, but man, we finally, man, hit a space where we were able to schedule her mom to come keep the kids for three days, right? We got a hotel room in the city. You know, we thought about traveling, flying out here, flying out there. Oh, let me let me paint this picture too. We're also trying to move <laughs> in a housing market that is insane. Insane, yeah, insane. And, and, and bro, when I say insane, I don't mean like, you know, I mean, there's no inventory. Mm-hmm. There's literally no inventory out there. And what I mean by that for all the listeners is there are no homes available <laughs> because at the point where they go on the market, they might last two days. And these, these are, you know, properties that are that have already been in existence. They might last two days. Yeah. You know, I think something about the pandemic has driven people to like, they probably feel like I do. Like, I got to get out the house. Matter of fact, I want to get out of this house permanently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so, and, and not to mention, you know, stimulus checks are flying out. So people probably feel right. like they got a little more money than maybe they realistically do. I don't know. At the end of the day, people are trying to, to, to buy, you know, and, and on top of that, the flip side of that, right? Like, 
we did just go through a pandemic. You know, a lot of people's job fluctuation was a you know reality or job loss. Um, mm-hmm. And so, granted, there aren't a lot of people trying to to you know make life decisions that big. And so, there's not a lot of sales happening. The sales that are happening, people are are sweeping them up as soon as they go on the market. You know, and for us, you know, we wanted to, to you know, try to find something in, a, in a definitely a, a decent, but actually great school zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but supply and demand, shooting prices through the roof. Every time we get a lead on something, by the time we're able to get the kids in the car, the lead is gone. Yeah, I said that. By the time we're able to actually load the car up, bro, like the lead is gone. And everybody's going through the same thing. I got two coworkers who were looking for a job. I mean, looking for a house. And they both told me the same story, like, they bid on a home. It ended up selling like 50K above what they bid it on. Wow. How, how can you compete with that? And, 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 granted, and granted, in a matter of hours at that. Yeah. How can you compete with that when people are willing to throw out money at for any value, no matter where it is? It doesn't matter, you know? So, mind you, a godsend came along. Literally a godsend. Um, we, we, I'm not even going to say we found a home. I'm going to say we accidentally stumbled on a property that somebody had just let the deal fall through with. And, um, and we ended up signing, signing for, for a new, new house in the school zone, the exact school zone that we wanted with the exact, you know, size of home, square footage, the whole nine yards, you know, obviously with the, oh. with the family that we have. And so, but man, when I tell you, it's been a, like some of the most stressful times, you know, ever on top of everything else that I just described. So we were able to get a little break, man. Her mom kept the kids for three days. My parents, um, you know, we came back home from the hotel. We got just kind of hung out in the city. By the time I had gotten fully vaccinated, I mean, we just got back out a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Got yeah, back to us, got back to who we are. And um, and then my parents kept in the back half of the week, man. We had a whole week to ourselves. So it was, it was much needed. Man, that's beautiful, needed. bro. That's beautiful. Like we, um, so <laughs> we did quite the opposite of that. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we, um, we went, we took the girls to Chattanooga. So this is our first trip out of town oh, with both of the girls. Right? Oh, I do remember. Yeah. And, and so, you know, positive vibes, you got to put the positive vibes in the air. And, and thankfully, our girls, they actually did pretty well. You know, they they um, they didn't act up too, too much. We made the mistake of forgetting toys. Mm-hmm. So everything in the hotel room Oof. ended up being some type of toy. Like gotcha. the air condition was <laughs> Jay's office. Like <laughs> there was yeah, yeah, a yeah. light next to the air condition that she just flipped off and on, off and on, off and on, off and on for like literally 30 minutes at a time. Parents so, understand. Parents understand. You gotta be creative. Yeah, 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 man. So um, but we we had a great time and we went up Friday and we came back on Monday, but you know, it was nice for the girls because we realized too that um the girls haven't seen anything you know what i mean especially Mm. our youngest noelle like she's been in the house she is a pandemic baby bro like she was in the house she was born in 2019 and she literally stayed in the house all of 2020 and so you know at that young age a mask is normal to her like Mm. very normal and you know we had one thing that happened a couple of weeks ago where um, my, my in-laws, they have a, a timeshare in Villa Rica that they go to every year. And so, you know, um, she'll normally take the girls 
for a day or two and then we'll come up up there and, and kind of hang out and so we did get one day to ourselves uh during that time but when trina said when she got there she was just like noel was just like literally sitting on the sofa like this wow. like in zombie land we're trying to figure out like yo what's going on with you and you know it clicked it didn't click really until we got home mm-hmm. and she went back to normal and it was like, oh, yo, she had anxiety levels through the roof, bro, because she hasn't really been around people, let alone around people in a new place. Because That's we so were in the timeshare, and not, nothing about that timeshare looked familiar to her. That's the first time that she's been, you know, she didn't, I mean, she went there last year, but she was, no, in 2019, but she was too young to know. I mean, she was a baby, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, she was just, I mean, it was literally her not understanding what's going on at this time. I'm like, yes, I know grandma, but who is granddad? Because I mm. only see granddad on the phone. I don't see him mm. in person. Mm. So to see him in person, this is not real. What's going on? And so she was just like almost shell-shocked, bro. Like it was just so crazy to see. It. And the realization came like, oh, she doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And so it was fun going to Chattanooga because, you know, she, she got a chance to kind of go out, be around um, people in a safe space. You know, we hit mm-hmm. the parks and, and we did, we did some, some fun things, man. But through all of that, it, it made um, my wife and I just realized like, yo, we haven't been anywhere by ourselves in a while. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. so um, we are planning a trip for our anniversary where we're just like, you know, I, I think that trip really, kind of drove it home for my wife to be like, all right, cool. Like, yo, you vaccinated too now? All right, let's, let's go get on the plane. <laughs> right, right. Hey, listen, with the quickness. Yeah, bro. Like, I mean, I'm, by all means, I'm definitely, I echo what you said, get the information, um, make your own decision. And I'm saying I'm, I'm planning a trip in September to get on a plane. And that's because I've done my due diligence. I've, I'm wearing a mask everywhere I go. I've yeah. taken both both of my vaccines. <clears throat> like I'm fully vaxxed up at this point. I think I earned the right to like get on the plane and, and social distance <laughs> and, and and go and do what I would do here in another city, bro. It's yeah, just, yeah. I'm just being honest, like no. Yeah, and I feel you. And I mean, and, and granted, man, like people are definitely like dealing with the real pressures and anxieties of like the last year to the point where they're like, bruh, I'm just, I'm about to risk it all. And, and I get it. I, I totally get it. And, and, you know, and it is, is it, it does, it does give an ease of mind, like with having a vaccine, at least feeling like I've at least done something mm-hmm. to give myself an extra layer of protection. And, and really you're taking everything else by chance, you know, yeah. keeping it hundred, you know, and, you know, it probably goes well in many cases and in some cases it might not. And, and it just is what it is. Those are, those are just the odds at this point, you know, but all I know is after, after these next few months that we're going to have to go through with moving and, you know, honestly trying to set our home up as a rental property and, and, and all the education that's needed to do that type of thing and all the packing to actually try to move a house of four children, uh, a house of six, bro, a house of six, <laughs> uh, that alone, you yeah, know, that's a lot. I, I don't care. We yeah. will be on a plane when this process ends. When this yeah, is all said yeah. and done, Absolutely. we up out of here, bro. We going somewhere, man. You made me think about like 
while you were telling your story, you know, going on the first vacation with the kids, like you made me think about like the experiences that we've had as our family grew. One time we went on a trip, man, and we had two at the time and we made the mistake of getting one hotel room with like double beds. Ne- never again. Never again. Like, like, like life lesson number one <gasps> as a family with multiple children. Never. Ne- like, like for real. Never buy a single like hotel room space. Like a condo or something is required. Like yeah. something. An Airbnb with multiple rooms or a pullout sofa in another space. Yeah. But man, when I tell you, there was that no was, sleep. I know that's rough. That's there was rough. no sleep. There was no that's sleep. Rough. And then I thought about another time where like we, 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 we took a, we wanted to plan this beach trip. It was like, you know, that first time you want to get the kids down to the beach. Yeah. First time excited. So we went down to Clearwater, bro. Little did we know um, until we got to literally to the beach, like walking on the beach, excited. It was like morning, nobody was there. So my kids took off running towards the water. And the closer we got to the actual begin, like where the water began, dead fish started to pop up on the shore all across the shore, like literally across the shore. Yeah. The closer we got to the water, like everybody's kind of started like choking and coughing. It was red tide. Have you ever heard of red tide? I've heard of it, yeah. yeah. So for our listeners, like red tide is like, and I'm, how do I explain? So it's like when there's this like harmful, hold on, I'm looking up, here it is. Like, let's, let's, be, let's be factual. Let's, let's let me be factual with it. All right, red tide, I just Googled it. It's all a right. phenomenon of discoloration of, sea, of the sea surface. It is a common name for harmful algal blooms occurring across the coastal regions, which are resulting from like large concentrations of aquatic microorganisms, uh, blah, 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 terrestrial runoff containing fertilizer, sewage, and livestock. End of the day, there's gonna be a whole bunch of dead fish in the water, a whole bunch of dead fish flowing up on the, sco- on the shore. Right. And you as a human being will be choking just for being in the vicinity. We went to a beach thinking we we're about to have like this elaborate, like this special moment for like our third child, I think it was at the time. And mm-hmm. we can't even breathe. At the it had been a traumatic experience. Traumatic, absolutely traumatic. And granted, thankfully we went with a few family members and like we had this um, little timeshare space and by the grace of God, there was a water park at the oh, hotel. Okay, cool. Cool. So we yeah. spent the whole vacation at the water park. Yeah. But it was still a bus, bro. Like you walk on the beach the first time your kids, like at least two of them get a real old enough experience where they'll remember it. It was dead fish. Yeah, that's that's tough, man. But I, I definitely feel you about the room situation. Like we had a uh we had a suite, but it mm. wasn't the suite that we wanted to have. Like it was okay. a suite situation where it was a you know um king size bed. And there was a sofa bed, and then there was a you know kitchenette area. So it was enough space, sort of speak. But the ideal situation for a married couple with children is if you're going to be in a hotel, is to have a suite where the door, either two joining rooms, like you have a one room for the kids and one room for the adult, or you have a okay. door that closes off the bedroom. Because when I tell you, and this is not even not even just to like be intimate with my wife, but like more so like bro. When I tell you, we all had to go to sleep at the same time. I'm a late, right. I'm a late, I'm a night owl, bro. Yeah, same. I'm a same. night owl. So yeah. 
granted, I, I, it was probably best that we all went to sleep at the same time because I was able to get more rest than I normally would get, which is what you should get on a vacation. But, bro, I, I don't go to sleep at 9, 30, 10 o'clock, bro. Like, never. So it's like 10 Man. o'clock and it's complete darkness in the hotel room. And I just got to, like, suck it up and just go to sleep, bro. Because it's like, what yeah. am I going to do? If I leave, I'm about to wake up these kids. <laughs> right. If I even if I want to just like, oh, I'm going to go down here to the gym. I'm literally going to wake up everybody when I come inside, come back into the room. like, Bro, because sidebar, like, why are hotels doors so loud? I, you I, never, I have, no have you ever noticed that? I've noticed it, yeah. It's I, in, so, yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah. That's Spend the extra money, get two rooms, or better yet, Spend extra money and have your one of your in-laws or your mom come on that vacation too. <laughs> that part, because guess what? They're gonna love staying in the room and watching the babies when you and your wife or you and your significant other, or whatever, when y'all head out, or mm-hmm. you by yourself, whatever it is. Yep. They don't mind. Take they don't mind. You. They want they want to spend time with their grandkids. So look, spend the extra money, pay for the extra room. Trust me, it would be a more fruitful vacation um, if you were to do that. Just take mom or take uh, mother-in-law and let them chill in the room. The kids Unless you got one of these young grandmamas, they might be trying to go to the club. They try to, they try they, they, no, you stay. You stay because I'm going out tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you know, it, it was a cool experience, bro. Like, we definitely made some good memories there. And, uh, you know, even though they're young, I think that's something that when they really think about it, they'll be able to remember. Like they had a good time, you know what I'm saying? So that was a cool experience to be able to do that. And it was one thing that just to kind of bring everything full circle, that's the one thing that I truly remember about my dad. Like we went on vacation every year. Mm -hmm. We went somewhere. We might've went to like every city in Florida, bro, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) we went on vacation every year. So that's something that I wanted to make sure that I brought to my family, so. Gotcha. But this next vacation is gonna be a vacation. Vacation, <laughs> a vacation. Yeah, me, 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 and mine, all the way up. Yeah, heard that, bro. Heard that, man. So, yeah, um, man. Trying to find us a Black History, a moment in Black History. See, you own it. You own it. You remember? Hey, man. My God, I, I had to think about it. I had to think about it. So here we go. I'm just gonna try to go through here real quick and find something that's um. That should be fruitful. For sure. Uh, hold on. On the spot. Not moving too good. Hold on. And what a what a better time, you know? Like just just to commemorate black life and black excellence. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest rest in peace again, rest in peace to George Floyd and anybody else, um, everybody else who we've lost in life and in this past year, especially. Um, we know most recently the conviction of Chauvin happened. And, you know, for once, I think we all can exhale a little bit, but um, definitely rest in peace, man. The man should still be alive. And I'll just leave that there. We won't go into that any further, but yeah. Absolutely. So I have something here, man. And thank you for sharing it because that that was definitely um, um, worth noting. So I have something here that is considered a, a a little known black history fact so kind of like goes f- flies under the radar things that people don't know about right so <clears throat> the first one here is about martin luther king jr 
Did you know that he improvised the most iconic part of his I Have a Dream speech? I've actually heard that before, but what part was that? So on Wednesday, August 28th, 1963, 250,000 Americans united at the Lincoln Memorial for his final speech on, on, on the March of Washington. As Martin Luther King stood at the podium, he eventually pushed aside his notes. The night before the march, Dr. King began to work on his speech with a small group of advisors in the lobby of the Woodard, Woodlert Hotel. The original speech was more political and less historic, according to Clarence B. Jones, and it did not include any references to dreams. After delivering the famous line, we are not satisfied and we will not be satisfied until justice rolled down like the waters and righteousness like a mighty stream, mm. Dr. King transformed his speech into a sermon. Mm. On stage near Dr. King, singer Mahala Jackson re reportedly kept saying, tell him about the dream, Martin. Mm. And while no one will know if he heard her, it could likely be have been the inspiration he needed. Dr. King then continued, wow. even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. Mm -hmm. It is deeply, a dream deeply rooted deeply in the American rooted. dream. Yes, sir. So little unknown Black history fact there that Martin Luther King improvised his most iconic speech, the I Have a Dream speech. So Wow. Uh, and, that and, part and, of the speech. And 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 let me just throw in there that that, that speech was God inspired, you know mm -hmm. that that the words that came out were meant for history. They were meant to be etched in stone in history. Man, I had to learn that speech honestly uh, as a kid, and I had to do it at a speech meet back in the day, which is crazy because you know even as an adult, I'm just like man, you know the parts of the speech obviously that resound and I can remember and they kind of roll off the tongue, but just I wish memory would serve me better. I wish I, I still remember <laughs> yeah, I the whole thing, but I mean, obviously it's available. Um, but you know, I mean, moments like these, man, again, it's a very important for us to commemorate our own, to celebrate our own. Um, this is the Black Lady Think podcast, right? Uh, what, yep. a, what, a better, what a better opportunity to celebrate the loss of great Black men, um, regardless of public perspective, regardless of who they were, we knew who they were in our lives. And I'm speaking not just for me and you, but for everybody who's lost someone, um, especially someone in this skin color. And, um, and also just to commemorate the history that we've etched in stone and the greatness that we've put in stone, both on a personal family level, but also on a historic level across the world. So salute Absolutely. to your father, um, salute to the, those who we and others have lost um, wrongfully to injustice and salute to the man who spoke about justice. Dr. King Jr. There you go. Well, hey, that's 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 all that needs to be said, man. Um, thank y'all for listening and thank y'all for those who, who are still here. Like we know for a fact, yeah. bro, it's podcasting, right? It's been two months. Some of y'all don't love, but guess what? Y'all can come back. Come, it's back. All good. come on back. We come, come on back. back. We back. Yeah. And uh, we definitely uh plan to be more consistent, man. Like I said, life happens and we ain't making no excuses. We just telling y'all exactly what's going on in our life right now. So um make sure y'all subscribe, rate, review. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, more importantly, keep being black. <laughs> That's Here. it, bro. Keep being black, man. We out. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Black men think. Black men think. The Black Men Think Podcast.